Hey. All right, yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, you ready? I'm ready. All right, Trons. Heading into week 11. I got Hudson here. What's up? What's up, Narf? Are you ready for back-to-back weeks against each other? Yeah. I don't think this has ever happened before. How are we playing back-to-back in the schedule? I don't get how that... I mean, I guess we haven't played yet, obviously, and... We somehow got matched up with the last two. So, are week 12 and 13 randomized matchups now? I think they are. Yeah, I think you play everybody, and then 12 and 13 are random. Yeah, so I guess that's just, yeah, we we drew random luck. I I can't imagine that's happened before. Um, Is is it a home and home, or is the same team home both times? Honestly, I think that we should do, like, someone gets two wins out of this. So here's the thing, is like, our teams are in the exact same situation right now, in which we're, we're both 5-5, five and five. neither of us have any chance of uh, winning a tiebreaker against any current teams in the, in the playoffs. So like, whoever we... Oh, oh, fuck, hold on one sec. Alright, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but my Skype says people are having trouble hearing you. Your Skype says what? It's telling me that I need to move closer to the mic. Uh, I can hear you. Okay. Um, all right, so anyway, like, one of us needs to win both these games. If we split, we're both out of the playoffs. Yeah, 6-6, six and six, and we're and then say we win week 13, 7-6, we're out. 7-6, like, we, we each have a small chance, but we don't win tiebreakers. Like, I think I'm third to last in points scored, and you're second to last in points scored right now. So... I don't know if this is actually feasible, but it should be that whoever you play in Week 11 randomly is whoever you automatically play in Week 12, and Week 11 and Week 12 count for two wins. Don't tell me that's actually a real idea. It's, it'll be so much more exciting. So it's like it's like soccer, like two legs of the same match, and you just combine right. the scores? So it would be like, you know, 310 to 210, like, would be our scores. They're, they're, that's actually a relatively common um, way to play for, like, the finals, is they'll do, like, a two-week finals over week 16 and 17. Yeah, that that's a good idea. I mean, that's a lot simpler than what I'm saying, but... Yeah. Um, the, the problem being, like, week 17 is always kind of fluky with who's going to actually play and not. Is that actually, like true now like well, i remember it's used not, to be like Peyton Manning would play like right one now. series and like it would be trash but it, it it depends on who's clinched a bye already i don't know i feel like there's a lot of like people being like you should play week 17 you know even if you have a bye because it's good to keep people fresh you you're right i, I think that's i think the convention like the quote-unquote conventional logic in the nfl's probably shifted around that where like there was that Colt season like ten years ago with Peyton Manning, where they were like thirteen and zero and got a bye, like undefeated, and like lost the rest of their games, and like then because they sat Peyton Manning and then like lost their first playoff game. Uh, yeah, and the idea and, like, was that like somehow that made them lose, even though he was yeah. just like choked in the playoffs. Yeah, and then since then, I think it's like yeah, if you're gonna get a bye anyway, you don't need two weeks off. You want to stay in rhythm. Um, that said, like I, I think most coaches, if they have a bye, will like play their quarterback. Like maybe a few series in in week seventeen, but they're really not going all out there. No, I think that's right. Um, well, when the Eagles get a first round bye, you want them to like keep playing Carson Wentz and keep him fresh, or uh, 
it's a good question. I haven't thought about Eagles and first round bye in, in a really long time in my life. Aren't they going to get one, though? I mean, it seems like they're certainly going to get one. I, uh, they're only one game up over the Rams, Vikings, and Saints. Like, yes, they're 8-1, and one, but like the NFC is actually pretty competitive at the top, at least in terms of record. Those teams, like, are all bad in my head. Like, I mean, I, I don't – I obviously have good records, but, like, Minnesota is 7-2. and two. You're right about all three. And that, like, Minnesota seven and two with Case Keenum as their quarter. They lost Dalvin Cook and and Case Keenum's their quarterback. Um, the Rams as they're the highest scoring team in offense, but like I don't think anyone really trusts them yet. I don't trust them yet. Uh, the the Saints are actually good of, of those three teams. Like it's not the normal Saints team of like score thirty five, give up forty five. Like they're actually a pretty well balanced team. Yeah, they they can run the ball. I guess they like they handed it off to uh, Kuma Kamara and Ingram like twenty five times in a row last game. Oh, really? Did that happen? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it was twenty five times in a row. Yeah, and like just Breeze. Like I'm, I'm trying try to look up Breeze's stats right now. He he played fine for them, but he's not throwing like three hundred fifty yards and three touchdowns every game. Like they're winning with by running backs and defense. Uh, how are, uh, how confident are you that you can beat my team this week? Yeah, Bre- Breeze's last like five games since the bye are like two one zero two zero touchdowns. Lemon, shut up. Um, what was the question? Wait, so, so how confident are you that you can beat my team this week? So you have Cam Newton on bye, which is going to help. Um, yeah, he's my entire team. Yeah, what? So what happened? Did you have a? I'm ch- do you have major injuries, or is your team just bad? So, I lost, like, Greg Olson pretty early on. I'm not going to count that as, like, a reason. Like, he's not a huge difference maker. No, I mean, he wasn't a big deal. But what also happened was that Aaron Rodgers, like, Aaron Rodgers kills. crushed Jordy Nelson's value for you. And uh, I think I have Montgomery on my team, right? Like, he's yep. yep. He's so much better when, like, he's getting little screen passes and, like, the offense is passing well and... Yeah, so you your your double Packers threat there kind of got destroyed. So like Jordy, who Jordy was your first round pick. Oh, you went Jordy, then Brandon Cooks, right? Yeah, Brandon Cooks like hasn't scored a touchdown the whole year. Um, well, he's got three in only two games. I remember at the time calling Brandon Cooks a terrible pick, dude. That was such a. He's weird- the- I mean, he's 14th overall as as for a wide receiver. Like, he's not that bad for wide receivers. But he's not the t- like he's you know he's not going to do well in New England. First of all, he's not white, so that's a huge detriment to if Tom Brady's going to throw to you. Second of all, like, his that, skill like, set just doesn't match up. I thought he would do what Edelman does, where he would get like a decent amount of like you know eight yard passes, which are you need you to know, be white to do that in the Patriots offense. Who's doing that now? Like Hogan? Yeah, Hogan, Amendola, and James White. I thought he would get some of that. I mean, he gets he gets past you. They pass a lot, and it's a good offense. Like you'd, he's got a pretty high floor. Yeah, I mean, he's had, he hasn't had any atrocious games. Like he's had a couple in the like five pointers, but not like any like Amari Cooper one point games. Um, yeah. The next pick, the next pick was you taking Demarco Murray, which is pretty terrible. Too. I, I think at the time, first of all, he had three touchdowns last week and won me my game. Um, I think at the time that was a much better pick. Like 
without knowing how it played out. I don't know. I just like I'm really hesitant to take like a non like elite running back. You know, like if if so, you get past the like top top level, it seems like everything is a crapshoot. So why waste a pick on it? I agree with you on that. I had him graded as like an elite running back going into the season, which may have been the mistake. Like I didn't have, have I didn't have him as like backup. what what they don't they have like a pretty good backup who they drafted. Uh, a couple years ago? Derrick Henry was a second-round pick last year, second-year league. I drafted him, too, and had him on my team for, like, five or six weeks and then dropped him right before he started putting up numbers. It was not great. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, all of the picks right after Cooks are pretty terrible. The second round is always terrible. Um, like, who who went after Cooks? What, what slot were you picking, first of all? I, I was the third round of that third pick in that round. Okay, so you you picked Cooks, then I went Murray, and then who came after that? Like Jordan Howard and like Ajayi? Baldwin, Jordan Howard, Gronkowski, Michael Thomas, Ajayi, Des Bryant, Amari Cooper. Yeah. Are any of like, did, none of any those, those picks are well? that good? Gronk's a fine pick at the time. I thought he was going to have a good season. Um, yeah. Ball. I would have taken Michael Thomas ahead of um, ahead of Cooks, but he hasn't been better. So, no, you're right. The, the second round, there's just not a lot of value there, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was like not really why it was terrible. I think like Ben Roethlisberger was a terrible pick as quarterback. Oh, oh yeah, I I'm sure I gritted down on him. He's the most overrated player in fantasy history. Right now, he's 17th, which seems like way too high. So he had, he if you look at his like historical stats he's literally had one like elite quarterback year like one and it was a year he threw like seven touchdowns in back to back games or something and everyone remembers it um, or like some it was like some insane number like that he like this year like yeah he's he's probably performing worse than average but he's been talking about like retiring for a couple of years like there were serious signs this was not going to be a great year for him. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was like a high risk, high reward type thing. Like they have obviously they have good players offense and if he could, you know, throw to Martavis Bryan and Brown like a bunch of times, it could be fine, but But you must have taken him before yeah, I thought Bryant would be good too, so that's fair. But you must have taken him before the run on quarterbacks in the fourth, right? Like was he your third round pick or your fourth round pick? He was my fourth round pick. I took him after Stafford and Jameis Winston. Before like Carr, Prescott Dalton, Luck, and then, like, Eli. Oh. Uh, it's actually not... I mean, Carr, I'd, I'd throw... I'd draft over him. Um, Luck, I probably wouldn't have because I didn't think he was going to play. And, yeah, the others, it's hard to defend that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just... I, I well, you took him over... You took him over... Like, must have taken him over Carson Wentz. I know. I mean, I could have had Carson Wentz in the fifth round, but... Or Carson Palmer. Or Jared Goff. I just, I mean, if you look at it, like, I didn't hit on anybody from, like, round 6 to 15. Yeah, that is that is actually how, like, teams end up good. Is you need, like, one or two good players, like, outside your top five picks. And you can't yeah, like, fuck I, off. I mean, like, oh, Eric Decker's, like, not on my team anymore. Like, Joe Mixon hasn't really been that good. Like, McFadden has been a bust. Like, it was a shitty draft. Yeah, you, yeah, your team's really not great. Um, is there anyone you actually like on your team? I guess Will, Fu- Will Fuller, Fuller's been good. So I was talking to Anton about a trade yesterday, and I was like, 
trying to think about how I could like make his team better and like try to do somewhat of a fair trade. And literally the only upgrade I had was like Cam Newton for, you know, one of his quarterbacks. That's the only player you have that's an upgrade for him in any position? That was like me being biased, being like, how can I help Anton a little bit, but also yeah. like win a trade? And I was yeah. like, it's just Cam Newton. So I, I feel good this week. Um, the problem for me is River Rivers is in concussion protocol right now. I think he's going to play. Um, but if he doesn't, he doesn't, that's an issue. And I've got Jordan Reed, who probably won't play either. But I still think I have enough, because as we just talked about, your team's really bad. I think Will Fuller is out, too. He, he's doubtful right now. Um, the comments say he is unlikely to play. Um, and you've got your Jermaine Curse, your backup wideout on a bye. So you got to do some work there, too. I do have the first overall waiver pick, which I've had for like four weeks and haven't done anything with it. Yeah, so. that's, I, it's like almost a curse when you have that because like, you want to save it up and then you never actually pick up players. And then when you do, it, like everyone makes fun of you and it's, it's bad. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going in for somebody this week and I'm not like, that happy about it. Uh, I mean, since you're the first pick, just tell me who you're going in for. No one else can steal him. I'm, I'm taking the, uh, the Packers guy, Jamal Williams. Who, is that a running back? Yeah, he's like he's gonna be their starter this week. I thought Montgomery. Well, Montgomery might be back though, right? I guess you have him anyway. I don't think he's gonna. He wasn't. He didn't practice today. It doesn't look like he's gonna play. Uh. But like, even with like Montgomery's like not a traditional running back. Like he doesn't work outside of Rodgers being quarterback. Yeah, I mean, no one on the team really works outside of Rodgers being quarterback. Although Hundley, yeah, Hundley right? had a couple nice throws yesterday they did, or Sunday. They didn't look terrible. I watched a lot of that game. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, he's good enough to be a backup, but, like, they're not going to make the playoffs. Well, there's a, ch like, there's a chance Rodgers plays this year, right? He, like, I saw him practicing. So he was, like, running around and doing stuff. But, like, I think they're realizing, like, they should save him for next year and not fuck with his health. Yeah. This team is not good enough to do anything in the playoffs. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's like any team. They're good enough if Rodgers gets super hot, like what happened last year, up, up until the Falcons game. Right, but I mean, like they're like this is. I mean, if anything, it should be like a rebuilding year where they like get a lot better with a good draft pick and like, you know, get rid of some bad contracts and sort of like think long term. I, yeah, I get that, but like Rodgers isn't young by any means anymore. Like he's got to be thirty two, thirty three, something like that. 34? Do you know how old he is? Yeah, I think he's 33. I mean, the, the whole, like, idea is, like, as long as he's the quarterback, you get, like, 10 wins. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the, the Packers remind me so much of, like, the Mavericks from, like, 08 to, like, 2012 with Dirk, where, like, all you have to do is get lucky. Like, you're going to be 50 wins every year, and just get lucky one year and you win a title. Um, like, like, that's the Packers team, This basically. It's like, if Rodgers gets really hot, they can win a title. They, they could do that this year. They're no great teams. Like, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's not impossible, but, like, they they won when they had a good defense, and, like, McCarthy's a terrible coach. Like, that's Dom true. Their D is, is terrible. Bad. Yeah, why is McCarthy have a fucking job? He's been their coach for a long time now. It's been, like, 12 years, I think. And, and like, every time, like, and Rodgers has gotten hurt, like, a few other times for extended periods, and, like, every time that happens, like, the narrative is how bad a coach McCarthy is. Yeah, and, like, people immediately forget as soon as, like, he... You know, it's like, oh, well, Rodgers looks great this week, so, like, it must be McCarthy. Yeah. 
I mean, I like their their plays literally never work. Like every single play they call, it turns into like Aaron Rodgers runs around and does something crazy. Like that's their off. Like not actually play calls or receivers getting open or anything. Yeah, they really like he. They get open with a lot of back shoulder throws by him. They really don't actually run plays at all. Like they just line up like wide and just run basically. Like they don't. Well, they. I mean, they try a play, but it just doesn't work. Yeah. It's uh, it's very frustrating. I've been watching it for like seven years. I know you're a Packers fan. Get, my only point is like, if I were a Packers fan, I wouldn't just like throw away another year of Rodgers. Like, if he can come back and have a playoff shot, like I would play him. I wouldn't just wait because, like, you don't have that many years left. Yeah, I guess I don't. I mean, I don't know what like, like, risk there is if he actually plays to like his long term health, but. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, or if it's just pain or if there's, like, risk of further injury. Like, three years ago, four years ago, he came back after a collarbone and was, like, could, like, was totally out of sync. And, like, they beat Chicago because they always beat Chicago. But, like, it was, like, pretty scary and ugly and, like, it was, like, 17-14 or something like that. I think they're, like, almost 500 lifetime against Chicago. Like, they always talk about this on TV when they play. Yeah, it's, like... I feel kind of bad for non-Packers fans, like how obnoxious like all of the Packers coverage is. Yeah. Like if you remember, like Brett Favre was like the worst. It was like he's so great out there. He's a tough like kid. Yeah. Is. Is it that Packer? Like, is the coverage that Packers favored? I'm trying to think. I feel like people like it's like the like oh the fans own the team and like it's a small town shit is like pretty annoying. I guess I can't think of I don't know maybe they talk about that I don't know I actually probably don't watch a ton of Packers games what's uh what else are we gonna talk about like my life isn't that how we're supposed to start these things uh yeah but we got right into into our into our back-to-back matchup um what, what do you what do you want to talk about your life well there's a few things I guess the first thing is that I beat Lionel's team in sectionals forever ago Oh, wow, that seems really topical right now. There hasn't been enough media coverage in the league about, about how he beat his team. There's been very few media, little, there's been very little media coverage about anything, so I wouldn't expect it to get to sectionals. What, what were the details? Did you, any head-to-head matchups? So, Lionel was too scared to play defense and stop me, so no, but... Like, he only played O points, or he just... Like, he played offense and I played offense. We didn't overlap, basically, at all. I mean, that's fair. Everyone should just play offense. Um, but his team was like the number two seed and we were the number three seed. We played in the semifinals and we beat his team. Had you, uh, had you played earlier in the season or was your first matchup? This was our first matchup, even though we were in the same section. We like, had missed each other for a bunch of things. And then we like played really hot and we beat his team and they were like pretty upset about how they got upset by us. And it was great. Was and Lionel's team was one of those like, like retired ex, like, really good players that, like, think they're just going to be good because it's mixed and they, like, used to be good in open and women's, right? But, like, birds old and don't yeah, practice. Yeah, like, the guy who, like, I matched up with was, like, four years ago he was pony captain and now he's, like, not good anymore. Yeah. So, like, they, like, yeah. Like, talent-wise, like, they probably, like, them at their primes would destroy you guys. But, yeah, that, that's always how it works. Yeah, but they, like, don't really care that much anymore and... 
But well, Lionel is still like good at frisbee, no matter what Yoni says. Like he still can kind of play. I don't think Yoni's talked about Lionel frisbee in in a while, unless I missed something. I thought this was last year's podcast where Yoni said that he would have been much better than Lionel had he tried. Yeah, that was like a that was like a year and a half ago. Um, there hasn't been a lot of Lionel frisbee coverage since. <sighs> That's true. Um, didn't his team do better than you at regionals though? Yeah, no, they did much better than us. So arguably that matters more than sectionals, but that's okay. We didn't play them at regionals, now, so we might have beat them if we played them there. Fair. Um, yeah, Yoni did say he would be better than Lionel if he tried. I, th- I think that was the quote, but then I also think like Lionel agreed with it instead of fighting back. Um, yeah, he gave like a kind of like lame, like diplomatic answer. Yeah, it, 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 w- it was something like that. Um, I mean, maybe all of us would have been better than Lionel if we had tried. Who knows? Yeah, it is an actual, like, like very few people, like, actually try and play, like, club frisbee seriously at, like, age 22. Uh, you mean, like, out of, when you graduate college? Yeah, like, if you graduate college and you're like, I'm still going to make frisbee my life outside of work. Like, that's, like, pretty rare. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't do it unless you're, like, really good. In fact, or, like, the people that, like, yeah, basically. Like, you have to be able to make a good team or it's not worth it. Yeah, but, I mean, there are people who, like, are, like, make an okay team and then they keep playing and playing and they, like, stay good. Uh, I guess so. And, like, I mean, there are kids, like, we played at, like, Tufts who, like, played, like, fine club teams and now they're, like, on Ironside with Frogger. All right. Who okay. are, like, better than, like, us, but, like, not that much better. If You mean, like, back then or now? If they play Ironside, they're probably a lot better now. They play Ironside now, but, I mean, like, in college, like, they were, like, a little bit better, but, like, not... Like, oh my god, this guy's so amazing, he's going to make Ironside. Um, okay, so your point is that if people keep playing, they get better? Yeah, like, trying is, like, actually effective in, in Frisbee and also other things. Yeah, you could say for most things it, it's surprisingly effective. Um, so maybe Yoni would have been better had he tried. I, I think we all, I think everyone agrees. Like, un- unfortunately, that didn't stir up nearly as much controversy as, as it could have. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I thought it would get more and it was pretty long, but nothing happened with it. But. If we have a, a live draft, we can play some really intense, like, pick-up ultimate or something and see how good Yoni really is. But, I feel like we would all get, like, hurt and it would be, like, sad. Uh, I mean, maybe, but, like, that's a, isn't that a risk worth taking? I, I would love to play, I play, like, there's, like, ultimate like, tournaments and leagues here in New York. Yeah, there's a Goldman League in Philly I, I might sign up for in, in the winter. Like, it, it's getting kind of popular places, I think. I think, like, other teams don't play with the Vigo rule, though, which, like, changes the whole game. With the what rule? The Vigo rule. It's, like, different everywhere I play. Like, some teams, some, I've played places that, like, let you just poach a Vigo back, and some don't. I think it's, like, more skill and, like, fun if you actually have to, like, play real defense. I, well, I've also seen Goldsmith played where, like, picks are completely legal, and the strategy is really just set picks to get people open. Um, like, you almost run, like, pick and rolls in Goldsmith. Um, but then I've also played where it's, it's not, like, regular ultimate, so that's very different. But, like, none of them are, like, you just stick a, like, big guy in front of the goal, and he, like, takes up all the space. When you have Vigo, that's the strategy. I know. I think I think you still owe me like two hundred dollars from a Goldsmith game involving Vigo. That's fair. I owe you. Who else? Who was your t- Gobo and someone else? Right. Probably like Funk. 
Maybe Funk. Ah, I saw Funk at the alumni game. He's a he's a little Funk Funkette. Yeah, he's got a kid from Banshee. From yeah, yeah, from Banshee. I don't think they named the kid Banshee though. That's the problem. No, they named the kid, and their kid's name rhymes with their cat's name. Wait, I almost think the kid's name is like a little Jewy. Is that right? The kid is Sasha, and their cat is Kasha. Oh God, that's bad. Why? And they did it. They, honestly, they didn't realize it until they had already named their kid. That doesn't seem possible. I agree, but like, why would you lie about that? Because you thought like everyone would think it was cute, and then it, it like no one thought it was cute, so you had to make up a backstory. Yeah, that's a pretty good theory. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what it is. But like, either way, it's like ridiculous. Um, interesting. Yeah, I do. I do sell you guys money. At the time, that was like the biggest debt of my life, that, that $600. I guess, in theory, I could afford to pay you guys now. I just don't really want to, but... We'll have to do, like, quadruple or nothing at the I'll, alumni I'll, game. I'll pay you guys before before I die. I won't... You'll get you'll get this money from me. No interest or anything, but you can get $200. I think, uh... I think I'm not going to count on that, but that's okay. All right, we'll see what happens. All right, so what, um... What else did you want to brag about in your life besides making mixed regionals and beating Lionel? <laughs> um, my law firm is like your lawyers. Do you know about this? Are we talking about this? I think you mentioned it to me. You're you're representing us in the Waymo case, right? Yeah. So you're you guys allegedly stole all of Google's like free driving, you know, self driving car stuff. First of all, I think we're I, you're on our side on this one. So let's just yeah. That's why get, I allegedly get get your tone right in how you present the facts. Allegedly, you stole a bunch of stuff and hired a guy knowing that he'd stolen the stuff and did it anyways because he wanted the stuff. So what I've read publicly in the news is that, <laughs> sure. yes, we knew he, he took the stuff, but we made it very clear to him not to, not to bring the stuff with him and that he could do whatever he wanted with it but not use it in his work at Uber. And that seems fine. And I think we're actually doing really well in that case. You hired really good lawyers, obviously, but I think it's like going to file very soon, so we will see. It's good. It's, uh, it's good. Yeah, I think it's beginning of December. But how like is, is that type of trial that'll like be over in a couple of weeks, or is this going to be like months and months or years of trial? I think it's like it's probably like three weeks. Oh, that's it. I thought these things yeah, like, I mean, drag like, on forever. Really, like you need to like get the like. The stuff that, you know, it needs to be resolved one way or the other really soon. Yeah. So I assume you're not actually working on this case at all. No. A, a buddy of mine is working on it and, like, his life has been taken over and, like, he hates everything about his job. Is it, like, the hi- is it like the highest profile case your firm is working on or do you guys have, like, a million things like this? Um, at the moment, it's probably the highest. But we, we represented Harvey Weinstein in his um, NDA stuff. Great choice of clientele. that he allegedly did whatever with. Yep. So uh, that's been a subject of controversy lately. Um, so do you guys so, just call it the, what do you call it, the Uber case? We call it the Uber case, yeah. Oh, I like that. We have, I mean, we represent you guys for other shit that you probably don't know about, but it's like other stuff's going on. What, like, what do you guys specialize in? We do whatever. Okay. I know you don't do any of our employment stuff because I, I work with our employment outside law firm a lot. So I guess you guys just do like corporate lawsuits or shit. We we did stuff for your we represented your CEO when he was there 
in an employment thing about like arbitration. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Like we tried to get all your cases to go to arbitration instead of having to go in front of like real people who weren't biased in your favor. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so what do you actually get to work on? What do I work on? I work on some some classified stuff. I don't know. I can't get into too much of what I do, but no one listens to these podcasts. It's it's public though, right? Like this. this oh is yeah, not anyone just... could find this on iTunes for sure. Yeah. No, I mean I do like the collar criminal stuff. Okay. Are you are you a, a partner yet? Like one more year, maybe. Oh, really? It's no, no, easy? I have like at least five more years. Oh. What um, what are you like a associate or something? Yeah, I'm still an associate. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna be like Anton Lunderling like next year though. You're gonna work for Anton? Something like that. Some kind of save the world shit. Wait, actually? Yeah, this like. Like you're quitting. Like, you're quitting your job. Clients not fun. Do you want to quit your job publicly on the podcast? No, I, I'm I'm thinking about what my future is. That's all. Oh, okay. Um, wait, but you wouldn't actually go work for Anton. Um, no, I would. He would not be my boss in any situation. Okay, good. But you want to be like a, a, a public defender? Something like that. Yeah. I don't think they make any money though. Well, I'm pretty sure they don't. Yeah. Like. Literally, the only reason to be a lawyer is to make a lot of money. Isn't that right? Well, but I've already gone to law school, and I'm, like, stuck in this career. Uh, yeah, but, like, there's no other value in, like, being a lawyer. Like, they're just annoying people who, like, don't add anything to society. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's generally true, but that's true of, like, most jobs. Um, not podcasting, but... Yeah, no, no podcasting is pretty valuable. But... Some jobs, yes. Um, interesting. All right, so then you'll never be partner if you quit. Like that's probably not the career path. No, I might be partner like somewhere else, or I might work for like a government. I'm trying um, to think of like what are good places to work as a lawyer. Being working for government probably fucking terrible. You get to do like cool work though. Like, so I've I I know a dude from Brandeis who works in New York City government, um, and he like handles everything they get sued for and like it just sounds miserable yeah that that like i'd rather do like like i'll be the one investigating uber oh so then you're like like federal prosecutors yeah like or like a state prosecutor something like that oh like in billions yeah so right now in billions i'm the guy who was in true detective the killer detective Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one who works for, for Damian Lewis. Right, right. And in the future, I'll be like Paul Giamatti's like underlings. God, I thought you were going to say you'd be Paul Giamatti's underlings. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Someday. Yeah, someday I'll be Paul Giamatti. That makes sense. Um, all right, so we covered your, your budding law career, moving to the public sector, your sure like kind of tractionless ultimate career in which you can make regionals whenever you feel like it. What, um, we have, I feel like we also didn't talk enough about Wildwood in this in this league media the last year. We are champions. We do deserve we like, more respect. I mean, for like that. Anton and Lionel are kind of like gross about it, but we like actually won at Wildwood. It was fun. The thing is, it was super anticlimactic, though. Like, we didn't play any good team. We played one good team, and it was in the semifinals. Yeah, but if you like, I mean, you know these Philly people. Like, I watched like the championship for mixed and it was like all of the players we played at Wildwood were on amp 
Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the team we beat in the semifinals was all AMP players, and AMP finished second in the country. Yeah, um, I mean, in a way, Tron is better than the best mixed team on the East Coast. Okay, second best in the country. Um, I'm sure Frogger would say that we are. Like, I'm sure Frogger would say any team with him is better than any mixed team ever. Um, we did it's probably win, not that far off. We did win the game. Um, yeah, that's true. The thing is, like, it was 2-2. I guess 2-2 still. Does 2-2 count? I guess it counts. The thing in Mixed Ultimate now is to play 3-4. Yeah, that's what Amp does all the time. It's, like, pretty awful as a guy. Wouldn't it be great as a guy? Because there's, like, like, there's less guys, but the same amount of touches. So, like, you're just going to get more touches per guy. Well, when you get on the field, it's great. But it's, like... Most teams have more guys than girls because like, they assume uh, it's so for playing work. time. Yeah, so it'll be like you have like if you have like literally five lines worth of people, it's like pretty hard to like play. Yeah, and like any team can go three four. O decides like that's that's how like club works. I think it's usually like what side of the field you are on. So like half the time you get to choose. Wait, it's what? Like if you're like you know, like this side of the field. Dictates the ratio, and then the second half, the other side of the field dictates. The oh, ratio. It's, it's not offense to sides. I don't think not always. No. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that would suck if you don't get to play. I guess. And like, I mean, Lionel said this pretty thoroughly, but like, girls are like not amazing at frisbee, even at the highest level. Um, was he talking about Randall or just women in general? I think just women in general, but most specifically Randall. Yeah, it is. Women are good at things in Ultimate. They're just not as good at, as guys. Especially right. especially at throwing. Um, yeah, and like, if it's 3-4, like, and none of the women have, like, long throws, like, it changes the whole game. Yeah, like, I say this, like, pretty seriously... I'm not convinced I've ever met or seen a woman who has better throws than me. And, like, I'm not a good ultimate player. That's probably right. Like, if, if anything, like, they have, like, as good throws as me. But, like, I don't think they can throw as far. They can never throw high releases or, like, over the top super well. Um, I'm sure there might be some out there. Like, they might have better breaks than me. But, yeah, women that like handling in mix actually sucks. Like well, unless they can actually throw it far, but they can't. But they can't. Like, there's no right, woman right. that can huck it as far as a guy. So, like, if you have a woman, and and they can never really huck it to guys going deep because you, they really have to put that far. Um, so like, you just destroy like you like limit your offense by doing that. Um, I don't know. That's like that's my annoyance. Yeah. But. No, I agree. I mean, it's like it's like a different sport than we played in like college or whatever. Yeah. I, look, if I get to handle the whole time, I, I have no problem playing mixed. Um, I'm good at throwing to girls, actually. Like, I have like infinite touch on my forehands, and they can be really soft sometimes, so they're very easy to catch. Softer than like other people in this league? Uh, pretty much softer than everyone. I say this seriously too. I've never met someone with a softer forehand than me, guy or girl. But what if it's so soft that someone just goes and like dees it? No, it never. That, it never gets deed. That's the thing. The softer you throw it, the harder it is to dee. That's what people don't. 
because it's easier to run through. Yeah, but if there's a if someone's in the way, a third person is in the way, then it's it's too bad. Yeah, but I would never throw in that situation because I'm a good thrower. Okay. So maybe you are better than every girl who's ever played frisbee at throwing. Maybe if there was a way to prove it out, we would. Um, how come you didn't come to the alumni game? I don't know any of the kids on the team. I don't know. I felt like I was too old for it. I was definitely too old, and I'm older than you. Playing beer pong in the mods was fun, though. Um, I went two, I went two years ago, and like, I still didn't know anybody at that point. Like, I hadn't gone to college with any of them, and I was like, too old for that. I mean, so Funk was there from your year, and plus, like, you you overlapped with Zoro and Beta and those guys. Yeah, I think I talked to them, and they were almost like, I'm too old for this. They were what? They sort of felt almost like we're getting too old for oh, it. Oh, they, they definitely were. Um, and Wrench, is Wrench your year? Yeah, he was my year. And Hayes. Was he your year? Those guys were all there? Yeah, Funk, Wrench, and Hayes were all there. Wrench saved, oh, shaved his little that. soul patchy thing. Wrench shaved it, you said? Yeah, I mean, I don't know when, but he did not have his, like, classic Wrench patch. I haven't seen him since, like, maybe college. So yeah, I did that's... not recognize him and then completely forgot his name. Um, he had to, like... <laughs> Remind me his name as I was stuttering through, like, pretending to recognize him. I'm sure you did that, like, very smoothly. Um, yeah, it was okay. Um, wasn't, wasn't the best. Um, but you never know. I, I do remember, like, like when I was a senior in Brandeis, like, AWAX called me and screamed at me about how, like, we needed to show up for alumni game or else alumni would, like, banish us forever and... Alumni game was really important and really serious, and like you needed to have a real game. So I think and it was like all that is like AWACS banished himself forever. Yeah, no, and it was like like thirty minutes after like we had lost at regionals and our season <laughs> had ended. There, there was like, a string of like multiple years where you guys scheduled it like the day of regionals, which never really made any sense. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I mean, like in the spring, it's like not a good time to do it. Yeah, there were never weekends. I mean, I guess that's why it's now in the fall. Then in the fall, you get, like, the kids who don't know how to play Frisbee yet who, like, want to show up and, like, hang out. Yeah, you get all, like, the freshmen that haven't quit yet because they don't realize how bad they are, I think. Right, and they, like, think it's fun to, like, play and they want to go on the field. Nor Right, and they also, like, haven't spent a year on Tron hearing all the tales of, like, how glorious we are. So, like, they don't know who we are. So I think Tron, like, like basically after I graduated... They got, like, nice, and they got, like, positive. Oh, yeah, they, they actually really were pretty positive on each other. They were, like, all about, like, team love and, like, we're a brotherhood and all this shit. Like, our team was, like, negative and, like, we kind of hated each other. Like this league. Right. It was, it was very similar and it was great. And now it's, like, we should all be positive and, like, hug each other and, like, it's okay if you made a mistake. We're all teammates. Yeah. If anything, I, I hope you guys got that negativity from, from me and Frogger. I hope we passed Oh, 100%. You guys had a dark cloud over the team that lasted for, like, three more years. <laughs> I don't know where we got that from. I don't know if, like, Anton... Anton and them were pretty positive, I think. They definitely loved each other. I don't know if they loved Tron. But it's it's weird to be, like, oh, we're all supposed to be, like, nice and friendly and, like, not make fun of each other or, like, be mad when bad stuff happens. Yeah, I mean... It's tough to tell just from an alumni game, but I, I did definitely get that vibe. Um, you, never, you never really know. Um, anyway. All right. Should we get back to the, the hardcore fantasy analysis? 
Yeah, what do you got for me? Not much. Here's the annoying thing. All the five and four teams last week won, which really wasn't great for us. Like, I was really counting on one of Priest, Fuse, uh, Noah, and Anton to lose. And it looked like they were going to. Like, Anton almost lost to Moose. Noah Noah pulled out a a Lamb Chop win by, like, 0.7 points. But, I mean, there were enough games that overlap where the, like, like, Anton's playing Fuse. Someone's going to be six and five. Someone's going to what? Like, Anton and Fuse are playing. One of them is going to have six and five record at the end of it. This week, it's not bad. I'm saying, yeah. Last week, I I really thought we'd be at least tied, or I would be tied with someone for, like, the sixth spot right now. Um, And you don't think you can catch people in in point diff? You think you're so far behind? So I'm, like, 120 points behind uh, Priest, I think, who's of of anyone who could make the playoffs and tie me. Um, Yeah, I'm at 1080. Priest is at 12.05. Yeah, so, like, 125. Over three games, it's, like, 40 points a game. I would say definitely not. You'd have to go kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, in between us is also Moose and Vigo, but neither of them really count for this exercise. Um, yeah. For points scored, yeah, no. Is what? For points scored, they don't matter. Yeah. Although Vigo actually apparently voted um, in the, in Anton's bowl. Are we giving Vigo credit for doing what everybody else in the league did? I think we got to give him credit for doing literally something at this point. What um What did you vote for? For punishment. I think it's going to be revealed later on in the week with Anton. Yeah, Anton was going to get me revealed on this podcast, but he decided to do a separate podcast, which I guess will be forthcoming. Uh, we'll see, unless I cancel it. I forget what I voted for. It, I don't have like the results in front of me. I think I voted for one of the like easier things. Like it was, like I don't think any of the like crazy options were good. Well, tat- there weren't even good out. Like tattoos was not an option for some reason. I think that was, like, too close to, to actually happening, right? That was, like, kind of scary last time. I don't think it was close to actually happening. I, like, I'm pretty sure I voted for that. If, if we do tattoos and we play the league for, like, 30 more years, statistically, we'll just all have a, a like, loser tattoo on us eventually. It'll be amazing. Don't we already have Wildwood winning tattoos? I don't think anyone else but me got those. That's the problem. Where, what were the other options for the, the, the poll? Uh, there was, like, food drink challenge. Um, there was, like, read mean tweets about you. There was music video again. Um, uh, by the way, what do you think of Priest's video? I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, it was, like, kind of repetitive, but, like, he definitely put in an effort. So I thought it was extremely repetitive. Like, after the first ten seconds, it was just repetitive for the next four minutes. Did you know that song before? No. I, don't, I literally don't think I've heard it. Do you? Yeah, I don't think I know that song. So, I, I guess he put an effort, but for coming, like, for 10 weeks into the season, I, I kind of would have thought it would be a little bit better. Sorry, Priest. Well, it just shouldn't have, like, it was, like, the same, like, thing after the first 20 seconds. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Like, I, I like, why feel like more he could have shot that. I mean, he said it only took a few hours, which is fair, I guess. It it didn't look like there was more work into it than that. Um, but, but why did, like, like the best part was when he had, like, someone was coming and he got, like, scared. Yeah, why didn't he just rap through that? You think real-life rappers get scared when someone's coming? 
I was saying I wanted like more about like the, the like the funny stuff. Instead, it was like pretty serious. Yeah, like he should have done this like out on the streets publicly, not just like in his apartment with his his like wife person filming. I think there should be more like public making fun of each other. Like I thought tweets were good because it like like it would be funny for like you to have a bunch of tweets and someone have to like like read them out loud to the person or that make the person read them out loud about themselves. Yeah. Um I think so there were a couple that were like public shaming. I think one was like go out in public to a bar in an outfit of the winner's choice. Um But we like wouldn't get to like enjoy that because we wouldn't like see we'd see like one picture or something. Well, it could be a bar in Maine at the live draft. So here's an idea. That would not be bad actually. Why don't we have the live draft in the New York area and get like an Airbnb and get a house in like Jersey outside of New York? So it's a slightly better idea than when Fuse offered to host us all in his apartment a few years ago. Um, <laughs> I do not, maybe I'm wrong on this, I don't think the Maine to New York difference is, is what would move the needle on getting this done whatsoever. Like I don't think there's people that would say yes to New York that would not say yes to Maine. Maybe you're the only one, if that's what you're thinking. No, I'm not. I don't think I. I don't know if it changes my mind, but like, I don't know if I agree. With, I mean, like, if you could fly directly somewhere and like, someone picks you up and you're at the house an hour later, as opposed to like, you need to get maybe I guess Boston and then drive whatever it is two hours or three hours to Maine, wherever the fuck Yoni lives. You can fly to Portland. Like they have an airport from like Seattle or uh, like. Wherever, wherever Noah lives, Oakland. I, I don't care where Lamb Chop's coming from. Um, no, no, Noah is from Maine. He get he goes to Maine. Like I'm sure he knows how to get to Maine from wherever he is in the world. I just think like New York is like pretty central for one, where everybody already is. So it would like drastically reduce the time we had to go places. It is definitely like, it more change, convenient like, for everyone in the league other than Yoni and Frogger. I think, like, like Vigo's mind would be changed. Like, Vigo could just drive an hour to wherever we are. He w- we, we can't just be, like, setting up league stuff based off, like, what Vigo will do. No, but, like, okay, so, like, if, if there's a Frisbee tournament or something, you can, like, anyone could just go Saturday night to, this, to the house. Like, it wouldn't require being, like, I am here for the entire weekend, and, like, this is my weekend, and that's it. Whereas, like, if you go all the way out to Maine, like, you but basically I think have to... The, I think like, the fun of it is that it should be the whole weekend. Like, so we can spread the draft out over a long time and, like, do fun stuff. Like, throw Frisbees at each other. Sure, but, like, the only part where we actually need everybody is for the draft. Okay. The hanging out can be, like, whoever can make it. This isn't a terrible idea. Uh, I'll give you that, like... I really like the idea of, of having, like, a lot of outdoor grass area so we can, like, play a lot of Goldsmith and stuff. Um, so, like, obviously not in New York City. Then no, you have to, but, like, pay for... Like, I mean, Airbnb is another cost also, although I guess, like, probably there's less travel costs, so maybe that all evens out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think we, like, if you split it however many ways, like, it's not like we're all, like, we're all supposed to be adults and stuff. Uh, we're supposed to be, yes. Um, I can't afford to pay you $200 from a bet from 10 years ago. But yeah, we're supposed to be afford to be adults. <laughs> I think you can afford to. You just don't want to. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, 
You probably have $200 laying around. You might be like an unemployed public defender next year. You might not be able to afford an Airbnb. Oh, I might cash in on that bet is what I think will happen. Calling my debts. That's when we'll double or nothing. Um, is, is, it, is it the live That's bet? something at Alumni Weekend? And go for that ultimate. Um, I think we did double or nothing to get it to 200 though. Probably. It, it probably didn't start that high. multiple night. like wins on my part. No, I think that's right. Because I don't think I had any sensibility in my mind that I could lose twice in a row. Um, Frogger was on our team. There's no way we could have lost, but apparently we did. He also had Vigo on it. Yeah. Well, he was the worst Vigo of all the Vigos. That was the balance. The, <laughs> the, the, the all-star team. Um, yeah, I don't remember what I voted for. I think I voted for like food drink challenge. Um, but I, I really didn't love any of the punishments. Not that I have any better really? ones myself other than tattoo. Did we come up with those or did Anton just do it himself? I think they've been like suggested time and time before. I don't think he just made them all up, but he could have. Um, it's like, I don't, there wasn't a, like a recent, like ability to like propose ideas. No, he's pretty arbitrary about when you can and can't propose ideas and when you can and can't vote on them. So there's no way to really know. What, um, yeah. did you vote like, for more? I know it's annoying that, like, there are a bunch of silly rules proposed that we never do, but, like, is that actually a bad? Like, I feel like everyone wants, like, more content. Yeah. So, like, if there were, like, 20 stupid rules that you guys go through on a podcast, that seems like more fun rather than less fun. So, you're saying you want longer podcasts between Anton and I? Yeah, I want to be able to, like, propose the same bad rules every single year and, like, have you guys get annoyed about it. It, do- it doesn't bother me. We don't get annoyed. You you outlined the process, like, three years ago. It's like, Anton gets annoyed. I think everything is an interesting idea. Then Anton talks me out of all of them, and we don't vote on anything. Yeah, but now we can't propose the same idea, like, in, like, five-year span. I'm not stopping you from proposing an idea. You can propose anything you want. Yeah, but here, I'll say, oh, Anton, here's an idea. I'm like, oh, you proposed that two years ago, and we said no, so it can never happen again. Then just pull a fuse, propose an idea... Have it say no and just try to do it anyway and see what happens. Like like do a little coup kind of to take over the league? Yeah, or to make illegal trades. He did. Fuse asked me if I would represent him in that. I had the same opinion as everyone else, which is like, just because it doesn't say you can't do it doesn't what, what, mean that that's how it works. What is represent him? Like, are we going to court on this? Like he was like like don't you think it's crazy like he just like basically wanted me to take a side and I thought it was bullshit. Correct. Like it it's it's like common sense. Like it's still Yoni came on the podcast last week and like or two weeks ago I forgot when and like he seemed to indicate he was still planning on making this trade with Fuse next year. Like yeah, Yoni. Benefits. I thought you let Yoni off the hook like way too easy because he like chose to do this and then he was like well. It wasn't my idea. I didn't propose it originally. I would have done it anyways. It's like, yeah, but you agreed to it. And also, you seem to still be doing it. Yeah, I definitely let him off the hook too easily once he, like, hit... I thought he was joking at first when he was saying, like, oh, what what happens if we actually do this? But I don't, I don't think he was. Um, well, how do... I mean, what would happen? Like, if they did that trade, we would just have to veto it? I, I cannot imagine what would happen in a group meet. Um, it should be, like, cause for, like, banishment from the league. Like, you can't, like, we have to obey by our rules. Yeah, I mean, I would, like, if I had any ability to do it right now, I would tank for next year. Yeah, a lot of people would. 
I, I mean, I like if you've ever been in a keeper league, like at the trade deadline, you get like really good players for like scrubs. Yeah, it's how regular sports work too. Right. It's. I mean, it would be almost more fun, but that's like a whole other conversation. It's definitely. But it's definitely not where league, league rules. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, if I were Moose, I would probably try to stick it out for the playoffs this year. But a lot of other people should tank. You think Moose has a chance? He has two wins. No, he's 2-8, and eight, but I'm not sure he'll care either way. Does he, like, do you think he checks the league ever? Um, I don't know. Has he, he did mess up one roster spot already, I think, where he started someone on bye or injured or something, but he had some time to, I don't know what he did. He had um, some, like, explanation, though, right? It was like... Yeah. He said he was going to play, and then he left, and, like, something ended up happening. Yeah. I mean, it's good to know that, like, last year Lionel winning was kind of a fluke, and now we're, like, we're literally back to, like, a normal season. Like, CB and Lambchop at the top, Lionel and Moose at the bottom, everyone else is, like, kind of in the middle here or there. Like, it, it feels kind of right. Yeah. I mean, me and you are between, like, 7th and 10th. Yeah. Fuse will probably miss the playoffs. Like, although, can Yumi and Fuse all miss? Probably not, actually. One of the three of us will make the playoffs, and it'll, with, like, Priest, CB, and most of Tron Chat. Like, normal season. So, how much time do you spend a week, like, in a day? Like, unlike today, like, how much time did you spend on fantasy football? Uh, including prepping for this podcast? No, not including the podcast. Okay. Um... Uh, I don't know. 30 like, Do you check your team and, like, the waiver wire, like, every day? Oh, I compulsively check my team every day. And I also check, like, multiple ranking sites every day. And I listen to a few minutes of a podcast here or there if I can. And I try to, like, like today I submitted a lot of waiver claims. It was Wednesday, and you got to do your wavering on Wednesdays. Wait, you listen to a podcast about waiver claims? Uh, yeah. How else do you know how to make your claims? I usually click on projected points and go to the whatever's highest. You can do that, but you can also be more sophisticated and take in more data points and make your own decisions. No, I understand what you're saying. I just, I want to understand, like, how much effort you put in. This season, I have not put in as much effort as normal. I know you can't tell from the quality of the podcasts, and my team <laughs> is, like, right around 500 like it should be. Um... But I, I don't like. I've missed some waiver claims that I that I should have made that were pretty obvious. I think. I can't believe nobody picked up Will Fuller. Uh, yeah, I was really close to picking up Deshaun Watson when he was. I think everyone probably probably thought about it when he was on waivers like week three. Um, yeah, well, well, yeah. I mean, I didn't think Fuller would be good because I passed on Watson, thinking Watson would not be that good. So, I guess, because, like, I spend, like, like between, like, Monday night and Thursday, I probably check, like, once. Yeah, I like, probably I probably check, like, legitimately 20 times between Monday and Thursday. Like, I'll look, I'll make sure, like, see who has, a, who has a buy, like, see what I definitely need to pick up, and, like, see if anyone on waivers, like, intrigues me. No, because, like, so you got to check your team every day, like, around noon to 1 o'clock Eastern... The AM practice reports come out from the East Coast teams. And then, like, they trickle in from, like, the Central and West Coast teams as the days go on. 
So like, and you're like aware of what's happening. Yeah, you gotta check to like see if like Jordan Reed had a limited practice or how Philip Rivers is going through his concussion protocol. Sammy Watkins is a foot injury. Um, yeah, I mean you gotta know. Like that's 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 how you play fantasy football. But like I don't. And, agree. And, I mean, and it works. For so, me. I make so, the playoffs twenty percent of the time. Do you think like anybody ahead of you in the standings does that? Um, like, probably few. I would say few probably tries that hard. I think both I, Anton and Lambchop try harder than they would want to let on, but I don't think they probably put that much time into it. I definitely don't think Noah Priest or CB do. CB was like pretty educated about the league when he spoke. Whenever you guys had him on, on the podcast, yeah, he knows his stuff. Like he, he follows football and he he is educated about the league. I, I agree with you on that. Um, I just I don't know. He's probably just more efficient with his time than me because I don't. He's like always talks about being busy doing other stuff and like not actually watching that much football or caring that much. So well, you also like like never like you never do trades, right? You like can never get yourself into it. I'm not good at trading. Um, I've like thought like, oh, maybe I'll try to trade with Narf, and I'm just like, it's not. There's no way he's gonna decide he wants to do this unless he thinks I'm like drunk and being an idiot. So I, I have like, look, I've got some great trades under my belt. Most of them with Moose. Most of the time, I'm taking Calvin Johnson in his prime for like Percy Harvin and nothing else. Um, but. It's rare. Oh, was that the year where you and Yoni were like the two best teams but didn't make the playoffs? Yep, 2012. Um, and like you had been terrible for all but the last like four weeks though? And what? You were like terrible for like everything. You were like two and six and then you were like six and six? Yeah, but I literally led like I led the league in scoring that year. Yeah. I led the league in scoring unexpected wins and did not make the playoffs. Yoni started 0 and 6 and then won seven straight to finish seven and six. Um, yeah, like, and we were, yes, we were clearly the best two teams. And then we met in the championship final, which Yoni won. I, I still didn't win that one. Wait, can you, do you know how Anton's chart works? Because he has this, this thing that says C-O-N-S. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I actually also don't know what that means. And I've always meant to ask, but never did, because I assume he'd have some, like, sly, snarky response that outsmarted sure. me. Um, I have no like, idea what that's that means. It seems like it would get it. Don't you think it means consistency? Oh. Like, it might get at, like, okay, fine, you lead the league in scoring, but, like, if you're first six times and last six times, even if you end up first, like, the points aren't efficient, if that makes sense. But that's what expected wins is. Like, yeah, you can lead the league in scoring, but if you have a bunch of 12s, you're you're never going to win those weeks. Like, even if you might have, like, 400 points two weeks in a row or something. I guess it's consistency. I don't know, like, what it's measured against, though, or, like, what these numbers represent. Well, like, if you want to be, like, expected wins should basically say, like, like, if you're one point higher than the second best score, you get the same number of expected wins as if you're 100 points higher. Uh, correct. Because that's actually how it works. You only have to win by right, one. Right, but, I mean, this, this con stat is probably trying to do away with that. Hmm. Does this constant? No, I have the left? worst score in the league in that, whatever that means. You're pretty bad in expected wins, too. You're only beating Yoni. Yeah, I'm ahead of Yoni. <laughs> your team is bad, dude. I'm going to win both these games. I'm going to be 7 and 5. I don't think your team is good either, though. I mean, like, I could definitely beat you. Not with Cam Newton on by. I have Jared Goff. Have you s- My team is nice. 
you have he's a tenth ranked quarterback. That's fine. Um. Yeah, I know. I mean, you have a good team. I think you have a, a, like a slightly above average team. You, you just said my team's not good like two seconds ago. So yeah, I, well, I was fucking trash, but I'm now actually I'm looking at your roster and I'm like, oh, you actually have players whose names I know. My roster is good on paper. It's just like if Jordan Reed was just healthy and playing and like giving me twelve to fifteen points a game, like he should be, I, my team would be really good. And if yeah, everyone else is also playing well at the same time. If we could talk about other things we do with fantasy football, I would say Jordan Reed has been a huge disappointment for me, too. Yeah, I I had him last year in my other league, or like two years ago. He just, I, I knew this, he's just injured all the time. He, yeah, like, he just, like, can't play football no, without getting hurt. He, he really can't. And this year, like, even when he's healthy, he's not getting, like, targets or catches or yards or touchdowns. Like, all the things that help you out. Um, do you want to do a Tron rank? It's unclear if we're still allowed to do Tron ranks or not, but I'm happy to do one. I think I have a pretty pretty good one. I think everyone thinks that, but then we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, let's, let's yeah, do a Tron rank. Maybe it's not that good, but, but I don't think we've done this one before or anything that close to it. So if it's new, I guess that qualifies as good, because we've explored most topics. So I was inspired by, I think, uh, Anton's group me message today. Maybe it was uh, Lamb Chop. But it's it's top three and bottom three Trons to have a weird sex fetish. Are you involved in this or you just think they have one? You don't you don't have to be a part of it. It's like basically guessing which of the people in our league would have a weird sex fetish. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I hope Anton doesn't have to lose Twisty, his favorite dildo, but we'll see what happens. Um, his sixth favorite dildo. His I think. sixth favorite dildo. Okay. So, bottom three are the least likely to have a sex fetish, or the most likely? Yeah, the, I think the bottom three are like the have like the most boring sex lives. Okay, so we're saying the tops are that like it's good to have a sex fetish in this scenario. In this situation, yeah, like you win if you have a weird, freaky thing going on in your sex life. Okay. Bottom. So on the bottom, I will throw Yoni on the bottom as a. First of all, um, interesting. One, he's a dad, so like, I, it's probably harder to like have sex in the house. I would assume, and I would assume you definitely don't want to like risk doing anything super weird because like your kids could walk in. Um, so I Does assume he have sex through a sheet. Do you know? I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a lot of like under the sheet stuff. So like, if a kid walks in, you can just like pretend you're asleep or something. I don't know. Um, but so that that's one part to it. Second part though is like he's been married since college, so like I have to think he doesn't have a lot of experience sexually with different types of women. Um, so like he hasn't had a lot of opportunity to learn different things. So like yeah, that makes sense. So like he's just like doing the normal thing forever, basically. Um, so I got I got Yoni on the bottom. Um, I gotta put Vigo on the bottom too. Um, <laughs> Why is that? I, I, I know he's not going to listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Um, I got to... What? There's, there's, it's an hour in, there's no way he's hurt yeah, any of this. I, I got to think, like, his whole life, he's just been, like, like, like thanking his lucky stars anytime he had a chance to have sex, that, like, he wasn't going to push his luck by trying anything weird. Like, he just, like, 
so amazed that it's happening that he'll just like go the normal route and be okay with it. And like, that's all he needed. So like he doesn't have enough confidence that he can keep having sex to like do something ab- abnormal. Probably. Um, like he, he's really got to like be very thankful for the times he has. Um, okay. So that's Vigo. That is, um, Vigo Yoni. I will go a third bottom for, man, I, there's a lot of people. I will, I'm going to pick Anton, but I think Lamb Chop's really close too. Really? Anton? Yeah. So what, Anton is all talk. Like, I think he is all talk unless he can actually prove otherwise um, in this department. But more, more than that, um, I think Libby is like a very upstanding citizen. Like she seems like a um, well-raised, respectable, nice young lady who seems very modest and shy. She won't come on podcasts. Like she doesn't really seem like she would kind of get into that stuff with him. So maybe he's doing it on his own. I don't know, but I'm going to leave Anton on the bottom. Yeah, I just I think to be clear, like weird shit you do to yourself doesn't really count. Yeah, like it, it's more like you have to convince another person to do it with you. Okay, so yep, Anton, Vigo, uh, Yoni, who, who you got? Okay, I think I'm putting I'm putting Moose on the bottom. Forgot about Moose. Moose is like a like a good like Christian boy. I feel like, yeah, like he's like proper. Like he's got like he's got a good amount of like anger, which you think when he, he gets just, drunk, he gets shit. real angry though. He he is an angry person like at certain moments, but he also is like everybody's best friend. Otherwise, I think he probably has a pretty normal and like fine sex life. But isn't that telling you that he kind of has, like, a dual personality that's just kind of there waiting to come out? And, like, maybe the bedroom is where it, like, just always comes out? I, I think he probably like, tries to push it down as much as he can. What if his fetish is just, like, super angry sex the whole time? Where he just, you're like, kind of yell, yells at you. Of, you're talking me out of it, but I think, I think I'm sticking no, with st- him. No, you gotta stick to it. Um, I think CB, I mean, if your name is Choir Boy, it's sort of imply that you're like a nice guy who's not going to be crazy about sex yeah but i don't know him that well so i i can't say definitively i don't know him that well either well i guess i i know him decently well well probably not in the grand scheme of people i know um i know him better than you let's stick to that yeah definitely that's true um and then i'm gonna put lionel on the bottom I think Lionel is, is like Anton, where, like, you think he's all talk. I think Lionel's all talk. I think Lionel's all talk, but I don't think Randall's all talk. I think she's all talk, too. I think they, like, have, a, like, a nice, like, sweet, loving relationship and, like, in public want to pretend they're, like, badasses and they're really, like, a boring old couple. I think everyone's kind of like that in real life. All right, so those are your... You got Lionel... Uh, who I forgot who your others were. Lionel, uh, Moose, and uh, CB. Oh, okay. See, the thing is, like, all the, like, one of the, like, quote-unquote nice people in the league, like, is, like, the behind-the-scenes, like, sex fetish freak. We just got to figure out who it is. Yeah, um, exactly. And that, this is where the tops come in. Go ahead. I was going to throw... Let me think for a second about everyone in the league. Um, 
and I don't know. Uh, I'll throw Frogger on, in the top. Good choice. Very good. Uh, he, he's like a very uninhibited spirit. It's kind of like a, a wild man. Um, I also, like, I, th I think he probably learned a thing or two from Liz One back in the day. Um, you say Liz One? Yeah. There was another Liz, right? There's a second girlfriend named Liz? Yeah, that's Liz Two. Sure. Like, Liz One was the first Liz, the Liz Rubin, Brandeis Liz. Um, who apparently lives in Philly now, which I have not seen her, and I, I don't think I will. I feel like Frogger would have, like, weird sex up, but, like, not realize that it was weird. Yeah, that, that's also, like, that, that's a good point. He might think everything's just, just super normal. Um, yeah, like, isn't this how you have sex? And you're like, no, no one does that except for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, just throwing blades at her the whole time. Um, <laughs> and, like, I know Marilla pretty well. Sex life. Like, she's, she's also, like, very respectable and, and proper, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if there's something built up in there that... That comes out. Um, man, I was gonna throw. Fuck it. I, I, not Lionel on the top. I'm throwing Randall on the top. Um, like, I, I, don't, I don't think Randall's all talk. I think she probably, like, she's an ultimate player through and through. Um, and, like, ultimate women tend to be kind of weird and kinky about everything. And, like, she definitely plays that off as her external personality. So whether it's true actually behind the scenes, I don't know, but I'm going to bet on yes. So I'll throw Randall on the top. You need um, to get on the podcast to confirm, but yeah. She'll, she'll come on the podcast. I just have to ask her. She already said she would. And I'll definitely, like, what if, did you vote for more WAG involvement? Yeah, I think I did. Do you have a WAG that wants to come on? No, I'm, I'm single. God damn it, you're I'm useless. like the only person in this league who's not going to be married in like a year. Yeah, we're already all married. Um, so I've got Randall. I've got Frogger. I I don't know. See, you got to like take into account the plus one as much as the Tron themselves in this scenario. I don't know if Fuse's wife at all. Um, nor am I trying to picture what Fuse is doing. I think Noah. I Noah's think, a good choice. I think there's like a similar frogger chance there that like what he thinks is normal just isn't um and i i think i think danielle i, I think she'd be into some stuff so okay so we got noah frogger randall as, as my tops all right two people who aren't even in the league it's kind of a poll but um i'll pick the first one i'll pick is yoni Yoni for the top. So I think Yoni and like I think it like adults who like have kids and who have been like having sex with the same person for like a decade like have to do weird shit to make fun anymore. That's actually true. And like, like Yoni's had sex with his wife probably like a hundred times in the last ten years. Like he's probably so bored of having sex with her that he needs to like do I mean, weird it's, shit. It's at least double digits. I don't know how how high it's gotten, but yeah. He's also, in a way, the best at having sex in the whole group because he has, I think, two or three kids. Two, two kids, but I don't know what that proves. Were you like ready to have a conversation with a kid when you had his son on the podcast? Uh, did it seem like I was? 
You did a pretty good job. I think someone made fun of you, but I was like actually impressed. Lionel did. Um, I, I have a lot of experience talking to younger boys, actually. So, I, I, like, if I need to, I can turn on the charm. You, you were like, I don't think I would have been nearly as like rel- ready for a situation with like a nine-year-old. Yeah, maybe that's my weird fetish. Oh God. <laughs> um. Okay, so Yoni is my first pick. The other, thing, the other thing about Yoni is, like, once you've been in a relationship that long, like, there's no fear of just, like, putting whatever you want out there. Like, it's like, yeah. what the fuck's going to happen? Like, like he's tried everything, and he's, like, had a conversation, like, openly about, like, I want to try this. Let's do it. Oh, dude, you don't have conversations. You just do it. Like, there's well, no, just, just whatever you want, just go do it. I think that's allowed if he's your wife. Uh, all right, but continue. Um... I think Fuse is probably up there. You know him better than me. I don't... I mean, just from, from our bachelor parties that we've both been at, he seems like a guy who, like, gets after it, and uh, leave it at that. He breaks his pants a lot. He he did rip his pants at a wedding and had done it before. No big deal. He, uh, Dude ripped his pants. He didn't rip his pants at his own wedding, though, which was impressive. Fair. Who's left? I think, uh, is Lamb Chop a good choice? No, he's like, he's probably no, pretty normal. No, he's hard bottom. He's so modest. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised. Like, he hasn't let people touch him. Yeah, he's probably like a normal, like, scared Jew. Yeah. I don't know. This, the, we're running out of options. This is, like, not a very good league for this kind of stuff. You could throw I think I'll go Frogger. I don't think Frogger knows what he's doing, but I think it's weird. I, I agree it's going to be weird. Um, okay. Well, th- that's our Tron ranks. Yeah, that, that's it. That's uh, it's appropriate with our, our weird dildo trick we have going on in this league. So. Top, topically relevant question. Um, so thank you for that. You're you going to go watch like the game of the year tonight? Sixers-Lakers? I don't think the Sixers are actually good, but they will be in like three years. Oh, they're a, they're a playoff team. They're not... They're not a title team like I hope, but they're they're a playoff team this year. I'll be there next month. I'll see them play the Sixers. Oh, are you, going, are you going to that game? Yeah, I have tickets, but not your tickets. No, no, I know. I know. Um, who are you going with? Coco? I'm going with Coco and Ham and some of Ham's friends. Wait, and it's a weekend, right? It's a Friday night game. We're, like, staying over. Oh, nice. Where are you guys staying? I think the Marriott Hotel. All right, don't don't actually care that much. Um, okay, so like we can do like casinos and the whole thing. Yeah, I think that's the plan. Okay, nice. Why are you guys going to a, we'll coming down to a Sixers game? GR. We'll make a whole thing of it. Why are you guys coming to a Sixers game? I think we were like, let's. This will be two weird teams to watch. Like it'll be exciting. Let's do it. All right, cool. Yeah, let me know. We will win a lot of money that night. Maybe if I win enough, I'll give you two hundred bucks. We'll see. That would be great. All right. All right, Hudson. Enjoy losing back to back weeks. You will get dominated. Um, Yeah. See ya. Bye.